Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at EncounterPGH.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the message. My name is Heather Lonza, and I'm part of the leadership team here at Encounter. And um, the past two weeks, we have talked about our Praying with Confidence series, and we're taking a break this week because I just wanted to share something that's been on my heart for, for a couple months now, and then we'll pick up with the series uh, next week. So today I wanted to talk about labels and um, image, the image that we have and our labels that we often put on ourselves. So I have entitled this little mini message, That's Not My Name, and so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. As just a little background story on myself, when I was growing up, I never fit into a particular box. I was not a jock. I was not Miss Popularity. I was not a nerd. I was not one of the rebellious 90s grunge kids. I was just kind of just me. And even though I didn't fit into one of those boxes, based on my personality, based on my appearance and my upbringing, I was automatically given titles by people around me and just by the world in general. So even though I was extremely outgoing as a teenager, my most comfortable spot was when I was home alone in my room, reading a book, journaling, or most likely listening to music. I was homeschooled from the time I was in first grade through eighth grade, and homeschooling itself automatically comes with its own label of being weird and socially awkward. So people, when you would say, hey, I was homeschooled, they'd be like, oh, okay. I was extremely tall. By the time I had reached my eighth grade summer, I was already six foot tall. And I went into high school, even though it was a very small high school, I was the tallest girl in my entire school. And for my entire high school, I was the third tallest in my entire school as well. So I was the third. There were two boys that were taller than me. So I was always known as tall, and thus I got the title Amazon Woman. So that was a title that I held. And I was not much into sports. Even though I was tall, wasn't my thing. I much preferred to be in the choir or on the drama team. So people all the time, why don't you play basketball? You should play volleyball. You're so tall. And I was like, I don't don't like sports. It's just not my thing. So that was weird. People thought I was weird because I didn't like the sports and I didn't like the athletics. I was known as being funny. I was known as being silly. But I was also known as being strangely unique. I was kind of someone who was just out of the box. I did what I wanted to do and I liked what I liked. And oftentimes... I found that as much as I liked being me and as much as I wasn't an insecure person, I still often wish that I would just fit into one of those boxes. I wish that I could have been a jock or a nerd or that 90s grunge girl or Miss Popularity because it would have been easier to fit into a box than to have all these just different labels. And so I often wish that. And that's how we often are too. We have this need to belong, this need to be liked. And because of, of wanting to be accepted, we often, um, you know, just fit into different groups. And a lot of times we're assigned labels like I was, like Amazon woman or being weird or socially awkward just because of my upbringing, upbringing. A lot of times we have these titles. Maybe those titles are divorced, single, single parent, dropout, poor, wealthy, tall, short, overweight, too thin, you're an addict, you're weird, you're unique, you're that one person who can never seem to get their life together, or maybe you're that person who everyone thinks you have your life together, but you're really just kind of hurting on the inside. 
Another label that's become kind of popular is the, the labels introvert or extrovert. And instead of being words that, that describe our personality, they've now become a negativity, that you're introverted, so you're shy and you're, you're awkward, you're extroverted, you're loud and annoying. And, and they've become these things that, that are labels that are stuck to us instead of being, being things that describe our personality. But we have this need to fit in and to belong, and we allow these labels to now define our self-worth. We allow them to kind of hold into us. So now we don't see ourselves in a positive light. We see them for what, what we were called. So growing up, I felt like I didn't quite fit in because I didn't play sports, and both my brothers played sports. I felt like I didn't fit in because I couldn't be in one specific group, and I just kind of liked to do what I wanted to do. It wasn't until... I was probably, I guess it was about four or five years ago, where I truly found my identity. I truly found who I was, and I found that identity because I learned my place was as Christ's child. I learned that my my identity, my only true identity, belonged in Jesus, and that's what I needed to hold on to. I didn't need to hold on to what the world put on me. I didn't need to hold on to those labels or the lack of fitting in or being successful. I didn't need to fit into there. I needed to believe that I was a child of God, that I was his follower. And once I truly believed that my identity was in Christ, once I truly believed that my past was just my past and that my future was just what God had planned for me, and I believed that everything that he had laid out for me was what was true and honest. When I believed his word for truth is when I learned what my identity is. My husband, Jared, I warned him I was going to talk about him today. He makes a point to tell me two things every day. One, that he loves me, and two, that I'm beautiful. Now, for a long time, there was a period of my life where I really struggled with him telling me I was beautiful because I went through just life changes and and didn't see the beauty in myself, and I really struggled with that. And he would tell me day after day, and it was just kind of like, thanks, that's, that's nice, but I didn't believe him. And it took years of him telling me that he loved me and that I was beautiful. And I finally came to a place where I knew he does love me, and I trust him, so I'm going to trust that he says that I am beautiful. And over time, I began to believe that in myself. I saw that in myself. I believed my beauty and his love for me because I trusted him. And the same thing goes with God. When we believe that God has a plan for us, when we believe that his word is true, when we believe that our identity is in him, and we believe that word is truth, is when we find our identity. And so I want to I go to this verse. It's 2 Corinthians 5.17, and you don't have to worry about turning to it because we have it up on the screen here, and we're just going to go through it real quick. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new has begun. Now, what this verse means is this gives us permission to let go of our past. This verse gives us permission when you have accepted Christ in your life. When you say, I'm going to be a believer of Jesus, you are saying, my past is my past and the future is ahead of me. This verse gives us the permission to say, those labels are no longer relevant. My identity is Christ and I'm going to move forward from that. We were made just the way that God wanted us to be. He created us just the way. He created me to be uniquely me. He created you to be uniquely you. Not for us to fit into these little boxes, but he created us to be what he wanted us to be. Our appearances, our struggles, and our circumstances do not define us in the eyes of God. Yes, I am tall. Yes, I am an introvert. I do struggle. I make mistakes. I have faults, and I have insecurities. But those are not my name. My name is not 
the things of my past. They're not the things that, that I struggle with. My name is that I am a child of God. I am with him. He has made me who I am, and that's all I need to know. You know, God created this entire book. I'm just going to pull it out here. And if you don't have one, we always have these for you. So I encourage you to pick up one of these Bibles. They're free here on stage or at the Connection Center. But God wrote this book. This entire book here is a book of encouragement. This book is filled with poetry and love stories for us. It's instruction. It's direction. It's not meant to be boring. It's not meant to just sit on the side table and collect dust. This is encouragement. And I've recently just started reading, I got a Bible for Christmas, and reading through it again with new eyes and new perspective. And I see that it is filled with encouragement. Like 2 Corinthians when it says that the old is the old and the new is the new and we belong to Christ. And that's encouragement. So I encourage you to read this. It's filled with just encouraging words for us. When we remember that the only label that we need to see is what God puts on us, our life gets easier. We don't worry about the pressures of the world and what we're lacking. We don't worry about the labels that we put on ourselves of not fitting in, of not belonging. Instead, we find our purpose in Christ, which allows us to live a life that is more fulfilling and belonging. A verse that's been really encouraging to me is in Psalms 139, 14. And I love the way that David says this, and it's out of the NLT version. It says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. I just love this so much because it's David, and from what we've learned from David, and, and we talked about him a little bit in our, in our Heroes series, but David had his insecurities. He wasn't the most popular kid. He was a short little dude who was chosen by God to do amazing things. But here he is, he's saying, thank you for making me wonderfully complex. He didn't say, thank you for making me perfect. Thank you for making me so I fit in perfectly. Thank you for making me wonderfully complex. Which to me, that was me when I was known as being uniquely me. I was just me. God made us wonderfully complex. He made us just how we are. And here David is saying, thank you for your workmanship. Thank you for making me me. Thank you for creating me. Our appearance and our struggles and our circumstances, they don't define us. And I want you guys to remember that today. The things that we go through in life, they don't, they don't make us who we are. We can choose to find our identity in Christ and move forward knowing that he is our strength, that he is the one that allows us to focus on our futures. It's not about our past. It's about our future. So don't let the things of your past label you. Don't let things that, that are meant to be insecurities shape your self-worth because you are beautiful. And for you guys out there, you're handsome. God created you because he loves you. So what God says to us in, in the Bible and in his word is that we are beautiful. We are handsome. We are perfect just the way we are. We are strong. We have strength. We have purpose. And we were created just how we were meant to be. So don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the labels that society puts on you or the expectations of other people weigh down on your spirit because you are uniquely you. You are wonderfully complex just the way that God created you to be, and that's all you need to hold on to. And that's something that I've had to learn as I found my identity, that I'm exactly who God wants me to be, and that's all I need. And throughout just your life, to remember that verse in Psalms, that you are wonderfully complex, and that God's workmanship is just what he wanted it to be. You are exactly who God wanted you to be. Don't focus on the labels. Don't focus on the things that the world tries to put on you, but instead know that you are who you're supposed to be. 
and that everything of the past has been let go, and now you can just live in the path that God has created for you. That's it. It's easy. It's good. You know, just remember that. The labels are not, it's not your name. It's not what defines you. You were labeled as a child of God. Well, that's it for now. I'm just going to close this out in prayer and pray over breakfast, and then we're going to go ahead and go downstairs and enjoy some yummy breakfast. So let's just pray real quick. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for your love. I thank you that you created us wonderfully complex, that even when we don't see our own self-worth, when we don't see the beauty and the strength that you have equipped us with, God, that you were there encouraging us. God, I pray that you will help us to see our self-worth as you see us, that you see us as beautiful and strong and wonderfully made. God, I pray that you'll help us to have a wonderful week as we go forward. Bless this food and everyone that is that has made it for us. Pray that you, this will just be a great opportunity for us just to be able to hang out and talk and, and grow closer together. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you call Encounter Church Home or if you'd like to partner with us to support the work that God is doing here, you can take advantage of our online giving option. Just go to EncounterGiving.com. Also, stay up to date with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EncounterPGH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.